ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome in. It's the Friday edition, April 27th. Your drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 begins right now. I'm your host, Paul Swan. I think we got a good show for you today. You know, yesterday we got into the topic a little bit about high school sports in the Mountain State. There's a couple of proposals being put forward where private schools will be reclassified depending on maybe enrollment area or a less feasible idea, I think, is put these schools in their own tournament and let them compete for their own championship. So we got a little feedback on that yesterday, and I really want to dig into this today. So instead of just giving one opinion, I think we're going to get a couple opinions today. Uh, coming up later on the program, we're going to hear from Tulsa Boys coach Todd Maynard. He's going to join us about 5.15. And then later on, we'll hear from Huntington St. Joe girls coach Shannon Lewis Shannon joins us at 5.30, so we're going to talk to them, get some different opinions on this, and then we'll open up the phone lines for you at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Also, you can send me a tweet at Paul Swan, or you can send us a text. All you have to do is send your comments to 304-399-8255, and we'll read those a little bit later on. On the program. So that's where we're at. Of course, yesterday, the NFL draft. I got the business from a boy, Woody Woodrum. So yesterday, I'm talking about how basically careers go to die in Cleveland. And I still stand by that. Your career is basically over until you are free from whatever penance you have to go through when you play in Cleveland. And I think I riled up my boy, Woody Woodrum. Of course, if uh, you're not that familiar with Woody Woodrum, you're a new listener. He used to be my co-host on the show, and um, I think I riled him up just a little bit. And, of course, well, you should be riled up because Cleveland, after all, is a factory of sadness. It has been proven on the Internet time and time again. I'm pretty good with the Bengals right now. The Bengals did not botch anything, didn't do anything I thought was out of character for them. They selected Ohio State center Billy Price with the 21st overall pick. That's good. They needed that. That was their biggest need. They needed someone up front, a good center, and I think they're going to be pretty happy there. Now, where do they go? we got rounds two and three tonight. Where do they go? Maybe work on that interior offensive line a little bit. That might be an idea there. What about safety? Looking at the safety position maybe, some edge rushers. They've got some options, and, of course, rounds two and three. What about a quarterback? Do you go after a backup quarterback? Maybe have something there in case Andy Dalton can't perform for you? Now, I was surprised that Cleveland didn't draft all the quarterbacks last night. I was I was concerned. I was thinking that they might go that strategy and just draft all the quarterbacks until they found one that actually worked for them. But the big ones are off the board now. So, you got Lamar Jackson, Baltimore making a few moves in and out, in and out, and they get the last pick of the first round, and they go with Lamar Jackson. Actually, I thought that was a good pick for them. The quarterback class is pretty good this year. That's why I'm sitting here thinking, is Chase Litton going to get drafted this year? 
there's so many quarterbacks. Would someone just pick him up like in the seventh round, sixth round? Here, okay, we're going to take this guy. We'll see what we got with him. But right now, the big quarterbacks are off the board. So if you needed a quarterback, yesterday was your day. Get your big quarterback. Or if you don't need one right away, maybe tonight's going to be your round. Whatever the case may be. NFL draft was going on last night. And then you had some hockey action last night. And I'm not even going to go into detail of what I watched because the Vegas Golden Knights, they're on a mission, are they not? They just obliterated San Jose. I mean, we're talking round two here. So you're thinking the teams that got out of round one got to be pretty good at this point. And they just obliterated San Jose in that game. So guess what? Vegas is real. Do not count them out just yet. Uh, the Penguins get their win. Not surprised there. We'll see what happens in that series. Uh, I'm expecting to go more than four. Six is a possibility. I don't know. This is um, this is the Washington Capitals in the second round. History has not been kind to them there. So that's where we're at as far as what's happening in sports. And, of course, uh, if you were a longtime listener of the show when Woody Woodrum was a co-host, you would know at this point I would be duct-taping his mouth shut because he would be ready to explode. Last night, Avengers Infinity War was out in theaters, Thursday night showings, and of course, as tradition demands, I'm out there at the theater with my boy Woody Woodrum. I cannot spoil this because, well, it just came out, and if I spoil it, you're going to hate me for spoiling it for you. I'm not going to do that. Just take a few ice packs because your face is going to get really hot because you're going to feel that melting sensation when you watch that film a little bit. So do that. It worked out great for me. I've got in-notification apps telling me, hey, okay, the Browns did this. I, I, well, I've got my own app. i got Woody Woodrum. He's like my own Browns app. And so he's notif- He's telling, okay, this, here's, here's who's drafted. Okay, I'm good. And then I get home, Bengals draft. I get, I get to watch the one team I actually wanted to watch in the draft. I like the NFL draft. I just don't need all the pomp and circumstance. I don't need to go through that. Tell me who got drafted next. I like the baseball draft. Here, who's who got drafted? Okay, here's the list. Thanks. I don't know if I, I like the first round because it just drags on and on and on, and the second and thirds are a little bit better. But at this point, after we get past second and third, you're just if you're a fan of a particular team, you're interested, or if you're a fan of a particular player, you're kind of interested as well as far as where that player is going. So if you're a Marshall fan, right now you're thinking, okay, where's Chase Litton going to go? Is he going to go? So you're kind of watching the draft for that. Or if you're a fan of the Bengals like me, you're like, okay, a lot of our picks are going to be a little bit later on. we got a few picks uh, down the road, so I'll just keep an eye on it. I don't know how many human beings can actually commit to watching the entirety that is presented by the NFL. By the way, I thought Troy Aikman did a great job. Watching him, that the NFL Network Fox coverage, I thought Aikman did a pretty good job. I was really uh, surprised. Well, he's been doing this for a long time, but I thought he was really good in that situation. He's been doing ball games for a long time, but with this, I thought he did well. They should use him more. So that's uh, where we're at right now. When we come back from break, 
We're going to hear from Tulsa boys coach Todd Maynard. He's going to join us on the program later on. We'll hear from Huntington St. Joe girls coach Shannon Lewis. Shannon joins us at 5.30. And then we'll get your phone calls in. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Friday edition. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Don't forget, if you miss any part of the program tonight, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Also on Stitcher Radio, you can also grab the podcast on TuneIn. Wherever you get your podcast, you can get the show. All you have to do is do a quick search for The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So yesterday we started scratching the surface of a couple proposals that look to try to, in a lot of people's mind, rebalance or at least put a little bit more of a fair competitive nature to the way high school athletes compete with each other, especially with public schools versus private schools. And and I don't want to get it into that type of discussion. It's not them versus us, us versus them. But there is a lot of question on how these things happen. And joining us on the program now to uh, sort of give us a, a different point of view on why this is maybe a good or bad thing, the way it's taken care of right now, is Tulsa boys coach Todd Maynard. Coach, thanks for joining us on the program. And uh, this is, uh, I'm sure, generating a lot of debate between both people who are pro the way the system is right now and people who maybe think there should be a change. Uh, You fall on the side of there should be a change, right? Uh, Yes, sir. I I feel that there needs to be a little bit more of uh, competitive balance there in uh, single-A sports there in West Virginia, for sure. So what is it that specifically you think is wrong with the system now, the way that this is handled as far as the way it's set up? Well, I think the setup uh, currently that's in place, uh, the first thing I want to say is, um, you know, I'm a first-time head coach here in the single-A, um, in, in the class single-A, and I was an assistant coach in the triple-A level there. And uh, to be honest with you, I didn't really look into uh, single-A as much until I've gotten here and uh you know, as I've gotten here, it's my first year as a head uh, boys coach here at Tulsa High School, and uh, you know, um, I've seen kind of the dynamics of uh, the single A. And um, after we've uh, been here competing, and uh, you know, um, just really the competitive balance uh, amongst the schools uh, and with the private schools, um, you know, within you know, just if we're talking about basketball, and it, and it ranges around all the other sports too, is. Uh, you know, um, there's about eight private schools, and uh, year in to year out, those are the you know the consistent winners, and the analytics prove that. Do you believe that moving these schools to a a higher level is going to balance that out a little bit more, or would you be more in favor of seeing these schools compete for their own championship? Where do you think the best course is? Um, I think the best course, I, I believe the best course would be the, uh, you know, the proposal nine, the attended zone. Um, you know, I don't have a, um, you know, a private, um, a problem with the private school structure and what they have to do. Um, but I think that, uh, if they were up into a triple A level where they have more, uh, volume of, uh, and access to kids, uh, within, you know, their urban communities, then, um, They'll, uh, they'd be able to uh, be able to compete in, uh, you know, some of the, you know, the private schools that are, you know, dominating, uh, you know, in the single A that they, uh, I, I feel like they can't compete at the triple A level. How do you answer the argument that maybe this is sour grapes and 
that these schools are just better and it's it's well we just want to get rid of them we don't want to face off against them anymore how would you answer some of those charges <laughs> yeah well you know you've you've heard that and i've heard that as well uh and uh you know it's just sour grapes and uh you know uh you need to compete a little bit harder and work a little bit harder but uh you know, I, I can tell you, you know, uh, our kids here, uh, you know, here at Tulsa, and I know a lot of other public schools, is everybody comes out there to compete and works hard. But, uh, you know, when you have the access and the resources that uh, that they have, and I understand that they do that because, you know, that's the marketability and uh, the way that they uh, brand their big, uh, you know, their schools. It's their brand image, and they have to have that to be able to, uh, you know, get the kids in that they need, and uh, that's that's important. Um, but, uh, you know, it's not sour grapes. Like I said, I came from the AAA and I'm coming down to the single A, so I'm new here at the single A. I'm not tenured and been here for 20 to 30 years, but, uh, you know, it's a, uh, you know, the analytics would just tell you that there always needs to be a goal in mind, you know, whenever I, whenever I came here, I know, you know, Tulsa's won, you know, 91 and 98 state championships, uh, for the boys and, you know, the AA. But, uh, you know, our goal here is obviously um, we tell our kids we want to compete for a state championship. Now, that's not going to happen every year. But, you know, when I really dove into this um, pretty hard here without understanding the single-A um, atmosphere as far as the competitive balance, when I started looking at the numbers, you know, whenever I see that in the last 20 years, 17 um, state championships that came from the private sector, then, you know, it's, uh, you can tell there's definitely an issue. Joining us on the program, Tulsa Boys coach Todd Maynard, and I want to get into that a little bit more. This isn't where you've been through this for 10, 15, 20 years, and you're just sick and tired of it now. Is You've got an outsider perspective on, all right, uh, this isn't right here. Uh, you think that's a fair assessment of maybe why you're pushing this a little bit harder or at least you're playing this a little bit more? Yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's why I'm kind of championing this uh, proposal is uh, – and I am behind it because you know I'm a I'm a young coach. Um, I just now got my head first head coaching uh, job, and uh, I know there's a lot more than just coaching. To you don't just coach to win championships. You know, obviously, uh, if you're in it for the right reasons, you want to build build character and help uh, kids become better. You know, uh, fathers and husbands uh, one day, and that's our job to do. But there also got to be a um, you know, an opportunity for these uh, young, you know, the community kids as well, you know, who's out here in the, the rural areas. And, uh, you know, they work as, just as hard as, um, you know, the private school kids. And, you know, they have, have to know, too, that they have an opportunity to, you know, to be able to compete for a uh, for a state championship because that's always the goal in mind. And like I said, that never happens. And basketball is a little bit more than just winning state championships. But, you know, when you're playing sports, you're competitive, and you want to you want to make it to the top. You want to be have an opportunity to win those championships. Our guest is Tulsa boys coach Todd Maynard, and the proposal. There's two of them. It's proposal nine and proposal ten. And proposal nine is basically shifting private schools, putting them in an attendance zone. So, for example, Huntington St. Joe, they are in the same attendance zone as AAA Huntington High. They would be a AAA school. And if a school is in a double-A attendance zone, they would be double-A. So, really, there's not a complete structure here as far as, okay, we're going to move you all to triple-A. Some of these schools might be moving up to double-A here, and some, of course, for triple-A. So, 
Why was the attendance zone maybe the best way to go about this instead of just putting everybody up in the same AAA classification where most competitive uh, schools were going to be probably? Um, well, I think um, uh, really the it becomes to uh, the volume and the uh, population of, uh, of people within, you know, I think – you know, um, there's 48,000, for for example, there's 48,000, um, you know, residents in, in Huntington. Um, and, uh, you know, and that's within a, uh, you know, basically a 10-mile a radius, if you will. And um, they just have more access, more volume of people that they can choose from. Now, you know, as far as, um, and, I, and that's where I think I believe there will be three um Three double-A schools that uh, the private schools would move up to, but you know, for example, if uh, you know we wanted to, if I wanted to go out and start a um, a uh, private school here behind Tulsa High School and wanted to start uh, Glen Hayes uh, Private School, then you know there's not a, a big mass of volume of people here, um, and you know they would be single-A, you know, just because they're in, you know, they're in here. It's not that many people. It's kind of it's kind of like. Um, you know, if I'm if I'm starting a business or I want to start a business, um, you know, I would I'd rather start a business in the middle of Huntington where there's more volume of people to be able to buy my products than to start start a business somewhere out in in a rural uh, rural area where you know a lot of people got to travel to uh, to purchase those products. So it's it's kind of like the same deal, but um, they just they just have so so much uh, more access to uh, the kids and handpicking the kids that they need. Do you feel that the private schools, um, and I'm not accusing them of recruiting, but do you feel that the private schools seem to cater more towards athletes? Or how do you feel about the whole system? Because they're not recruiting the way a college or, a, you know, it, just they're not recruiting the way college recruits. But at the same time, you can get athletes who maybe want to, hey, my, my friend who's really good is going here, and I want to play with him. I know we're going to be really good. You know, what are you seeing when it, when it comes to that on a yearly basis? Yeah, and, yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, kind of spot on. And, uh, you know, like, like I said kind of before was – is that's their kind of building of their brand of their school and you know i don't have anything against um at what they do um because you know i i actually attended a when i played college basketball at kentucky christian university at a private school and you know i know uh the benefits of you know a, a smaller school and and things like that but um they can just um you know, they can just kind of bring in who they want and uh, kind of handpick it. And, for example, you know, here here at Tulsa, you know, if, uh, you know, somebody wanted to come here from somewhere else and, you know, it's a, it becomes a logistics thing, you know. I mean, they'd have to drive an, drive an hour here and an hour back home. And, uh, you know, we just uh, we got to kind of develop the kits we get. And uh, and that's what we do here is we uh, work hard and develop the kids we have. We don't get a hand pick our kids. It's not like if I don't like my center for the year, um, you know, very good center for us. I can't just go out to, you know, go you know across the block and find the best center in the state of West Virginia and he could be playing on my team. You know, we don't have that type of access and the dynamics to do that. Tom Maynard's our guest, Tulsa boys coach, and he's supporting. The proposals that have been put forward to rebalance and try to give a tentative look to how basketball, all sports actually are being played in West Virginia when it comes to private and public schools. How do you feel that the um, the bigger schools feel about this as far as all of a sudden 
there's going to be an influx, not that much of an influx, but there's going to be uh, a few schools that are now a little bit more uh, available to them as far as being able to schedule. Since obviously, if you're a AAA school, you want to play AAA competition. Double A, obviously, you want to try to play Double A, but all of a sudden, you've got Triple A's taking on schools that they maybe normally don't face off against. Uh, yeah, and you know, as far as uh, I've, we've uh, obviously uh, you know networked with some, you know, and I come from the Triple A level, so I know some Triple A coaches, and uh, you know, it's a, um, you know, I think it's a problem for them as well. You know, they they lose a lot of kids. Um, really really good kids uh, that will come down to the um you know the private for the private schools and it, it kind of comes back to what you alluded to before was you know sometimes maybe AAU or things like that the, um kids are used to playing together and they do to a private school and us all play together and you know stack stack our team and and there's nothing wrong with that if they want to do that but uh you know um I know some uh, AAA uh, schools who've lost some very very good players um that could have had uh, more of competitive teams if, you know, they would have stayed in their home schools. Todd Maynard, our guest, Tulsa's boys coach. Uh, coach, before we let you go, anything uh, you want to add to uh, what we're discussed today? What's that, sir? I'm sorry. I said, before we let you go, is there anything you want to add to what we talked about or anything we maybe we missed? Uh, no, no, I think we're good. Coach, um, good luck with this. Um, it's a, it's an interesting proposal. It's definitely brought a lot of conversation into the dynamics of uh, private and public schools in West Virginia. So good luck with this. We'll talk to you soon, hopefully, Todd. All right, sir. I appreciate uh, your time, and thanks for having me on. That's Tulsa boys coach Todd Baynard, and we're going to hear a different point of view when we come back from break. We're going to hear from Huntington St. Joe girls coach Shannon Lewis, and that's coming up next here on The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Friday edition. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And we just heard a few moments ago from Tulsa High School boys coach Todd Maynard. He's a supporter of Proposal 9 that has been put forward. And we're joined now by the head coach of the Huntington St. Joe girls team. Coach Shannon Lewis joins us now on the program. And, Coach, uh, there's been a lot of conversation, a lot of debate over the last few days about these proposals. And so far uh, I've talked to a couple of the Tulsa coaches. They're obviously on board with this reclassification attempt. How do you see this as far as one of the coaches of a private school that they're trying to reclassify? Well, um, <laughs> I I mean, I, I get some of the uh, – of their concerns i get some of their uh complaints and i understand some of it but you know it's 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 the rules as of right now until the proposal and you know um the private schools I've got, the biggest one may have like 280 something like that wheeling central so uh obviously in some sports <clears throat> they could compete at a higher level maybe but in some sports like football and uh there might be some safety issues um, if some of these proposals would go through. So do you maybe think that there could be some sort of compromise or there could be some sort of middle well, ground for, for this? Because they're, 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 go ahead. Yeah, there, there needs to, I, you know, I don't think their proposals are, are, I'll give you to, you know, to put us in a, put, um, 
a school like Parkersburg Catholic, a single A football school, and have to play Parkersburg or, or Parkersburg South. I, I mean, they had a hard time finishing the season last year in single A. So I could imagine how hard it would be for them to, to play a triple A team and, and how many injuries they would have. Um, you know, that, that, and you know, if they try to put us, you know, there's there's many proposals and or four proposals I think Tulsa alone put in. Um, one is to put us in our own class, and then, you know, I, I don't think that would go over with the, the private schools. You know, why let WDSSAC govern you if, if you're just going to put you in a class of your own, you can govern yourself. So, um, you know, that, 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 then that would be a different route. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think there's better solutions um, than what they just, you know, just, just, you know, throw us in our own group, uh, make them play triple A, you know, whatever. There's, you know, whatever zone they're in. That, that, that's just not, I don't think, a feasible answer to it. Do you think maybe it's uh, sour grapes? Because you look at football, basketball, the completely different sports, and the private schools have been very dominant, very successful in winning state championships. And their argument is that you, as a, a private school entity, have the ability to draw from a vast area compared to them. They've got to deal with their team as it is. They can't just go and get a better player or entice someone who maybe can offer them something on their basketball team to come and play. They're basically, here's what we have, here are the kids we draw from, this is it. So how would you how would you answer that charge that maybe you've got that unfair advantage as far as just being able to go get players yeah. if you need them? Well, we can't go get players like you know that 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 that's a reference. I mean, we follow the same rules as everybody else. So if a kid decides to go to a private school, whether it's for education, whether it's their basketball team is good, or football team is good, and that's where the kid wants to go play, whether it's they can't make a triple A team and they decide to they want to go to a single A school. I mean, there's all kinds of different reasons why a kid would go. So, yeah, I mean, the pool is greater, obviously, in, in there. You know, we can't help in, in our Huntington area, the Spring Valley Consolidated, Cabell Midland Consolidated, and Huntington High Consolidated, and we lost four schools. That's 48 basketball spots that you lost in a little area there. So, yeah, maybe three or four of those kids will end up going to a private school, whether it's us or Grace Christian or – or whatever, because they want to play. So, you know, and you can't tell me that Tulsa has never had a kid from Wayne come, kid from Spring Valley come to theirs, you know, Prince County come over. So don't say that they got what they got, because they're on a bordering with schools, too, where kids cross lines all the time. So, you know, it happens at, at every level. But I do agree there is more, if you're in a city, there's more people to draw from. And let's go back to your point a minute ago. One of the proposals is to have the private schools play in their own championship. Now, at that point, it would you still be able to, if I understand this correctly, you're still going to be playing all these other schools. Just when it comes to playing for a championship, the public schools are going to play in their tournament. The private schools are going to play in their tournament. And that used to be the case many, many years ago in West Virginia. Why do you feel that that maybe isn't 
the best solution? Maybe that's just in basketball. Everybody else can stay the same. But what do you feel that maybe that's not the right solution? So, so, so you're saying just make the proposal for basketball and no other sport? Possibly, yeah. Just you know, maybe as a as a compromise because I'm sure you're not yeah. hearing the football schools or the football teams say, "Hey, uh, we can't compete here." Yeah, the way that yeah, you, well, the smaller schools are. Well, yeah, I mean, you would have like a four-team tournament, and I think there's four schools that play football, maybe. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I'm not saying that, you know, if they just pick basketball, uh, you know what, we have eight or nine schools playing. Um, you know, I, that that's not the proposal, but that could be something that maybe compromised. Like, from what I understand, they are going to, we got an email that says they are going to um, get a committee to look into something, um, you know, what they could do to, to maybe even the playing field a little bit. I think it came from the WSSAC, and, and they sent it out wanting to know who may be interested in being on that committee. Uh, that email came several weeks ago. So, um, you know, like I said, I, nothing against Tulsa. They – you know, they've had the proposals up. You know, they just dropped the single A um, recently uh, that they were in a stint a while back. But, you know, obviously they're a little upset with or think, think they can't, you know, the playing field's not level. And, and like I said, that, that's their that's their thought. Um, you know, it, it, like I said, different sports. Obviously, we've had a good girls basketball run. We've had some pretty decent tennis teams. But if you look up at our – um, state championships. I mean, we've been in the WVSSAC for um, since 1981, 82, 83, whatever, and we've won maybe, I don't know, 13 championships, 14, 15, something like that. So it ain't like we've been, you know, just dominating everything. So obviously our girls' basketball team has done had some success, but, you know, I don't know if we got more than two in any other sport. So... Um, that's just, you know, like I said, but I know Wheeling Central, you know, when, when you spread it out, there is some championships won, but, you know, between a lot of schools, Charleston Catholic dominated tennis for a while. They've had some success in golf and, you know, Wheeling Central and boys. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of spread out, but it's not just like one school dominating the whole thing. Joining us on the program, we've got Huntington St. Joe girls coach Shannon Lewis with us. Coach, uh, I'm not directing this at one particular coach. I'm not directing this at Tulsa or anyone specific. But do you feel, because there is a lot of support for a measure like this, how much I don't know, but there are people who will be on board with this. Do you feel that there's maybe some sour grapes out there because the private schools have been super competitive and very good over a a good spell of time here, not just your school, but a lot of the other private schools as well? have been very successful. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think, obviously, they're they're a little upset, a little um, little sour grapes toward, toward, toward us women. Um, but, you know, like I said, a lot, of, a lot of this has come from, you know, they didn't dominate. A lot of these teams that are complaining now have never been the dominant teams throughout the years when, when, when private schools weren't dominating. You know, all those have consolidated into double a schools and the triple you know got your mullins your pine bull that's down there wyoming east now you know schools that have consolidated up benson into spring valley that had great success in boys basketball ck 
uh, in football that, you know, was in single A. Now they're, um, you know, they're in a triple A school. So consolidation is the main issue, I think, which has left, you know, the cap, the public or the private schools in, in, a, in a position where they have, you know, a little more to draw from than, than, than what they did. So, um, but, you know, like I said, they, they have their, they have their opinions. They have the right, um, you know, they have the right to make the proposal. It, it'll go, even if it passes at, at the principal's meeting next week, it still has to be approved through the state board. And I think they tried one time to put us in our own class about five years ago, and the state board voted it down. Uh, I don't know how many years back. but um, So, you know, there, there's some more steps there that will have to go through to, to get it through. Have you had a chance to maybe talk to some of the uh, coaches at maybe the, the bigger schools, the triple A's, the double A's, get their feel here? Because this primarily feels like it's a single A issue. Yeah, I mean, you know, the triple A and double A aren't, 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 aren't concerned at all. Tulsa wasn't concerned at all until they dropped down to single A. So now they're concerned. Um, you know, so, so once these teams have dropped, then, then there's been a concern with it. But, yeah, we uh, – you know, I haven't talked to, to, to very many. I'll be at the meeting um, representing our school uh, as athletic director um, with my with our one boat. Um, but like I said, you know, I, there's no ill feelings. I, I know most of these coaches real well. I, you know, I deal with a lot of AAU stuff at younger ages and kids that play for me. So, um, you know, I have a pretty good friendship with most of them. But, um, you know, they they, they – they, they, they want their chances, I know, fight for their chances. So, you know, there's no ill feelings to that. We'll, we'll play by whatever rules the WBSSAC puts in. I mean, there's more rule changes Tulsa's put in. They put a rule in against me, basically, to say you're not allowed to work with girls in, after fourth grade. Or, you know, so it's like a baseball coach, once a kid hits fifth grade, is not allowed to have contact with them. A basketball coach, a football, a tennis coach. So any high school coach wouldn't be allowed to to, to work with a kid, which you know I, I think that's the right now it's when they're in eighth grade. So that's a rule proposal they made. They made a rule proposal for you can move up in a class with just one sport. Because right now, if we wanted to move up in girls basketball to double A, we have to move every sport. Well, obviously, all of our sports can't can't make it. So they made a proposal said only one would move up, which would give us a chance to move the double A and just girls basketball. And that, that could be a possibility. So that with that said, they you know, we could we would possibly look into that and do that, but then, you know, is the double A's gonna be mad and you know, we have success and so they want us out of it. So, you know, maybe it's go triple A. So I don't I don't know. So that's you know, there's more proposals than just the just the just those two that, that's kind of geared toward us. Joining us on the program, Huntington St. Joe girls coach Shannon Lewis. Uh, coach, uh, any other final thoughts before we let you go? Anything that maybe uh, we missed that we should touch on? Well, not that I know of. I didn't get to hear, you know, some of the Tulsa coaches' remarks. And I don't know everything behind it. But like I said, it's, you know, they'll be voting next week. And, um, you know, I'm sure there'll be some support for it and against it. And we'll just – yeah, we'll see what happens and, and go from there. But I appreciate you having me on here um, and talking to me. Coach, appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. We'll do it again real soon. Okay, thank you. That is Coach Shannon Lewis. Obviously, we'll play by the rules, whatever the rules may be, but uh, definitely 
not uh, a, a fan or at least uh, doesn't feel that this is uh, really uh, a strong proposal because it directly affects the private schools, and the private schools, of course, um, have been really good in basketball. Now, there could be some sort of compromise here. I think the main issue is basketball. I don't know if tennis is that much of a, an issue, but basketball seems to be the big issue here, and it is, again, a single-A issue. We're going to take our next break. We'll come back. We'll get your phone calls in, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Don't do what you did yesterday. Wait till the last minute. You want to get in, you do it now. Again, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. This is The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't forget your comments. We'll read them out loud. If you've got good ones, you can send me a tweet at Paul Swan, or you can drop me a text at 304-399-8255. This is the Friday edition of The Drive. We're taking your phone calls at 877-420-8255, 877-420-TALK. Joining us first, we've got Scott checking in from Huntington. Go ahead, Scott. You're on the drive. Hey, Paul. How's it going? Good. Very good. Hey, uh, I think Mr. Lewis uh, forgot to mention a couple things. Um, If you look at his roster on his girls' basketball team, I think there's two players that have played through or uh, attended through the Catholic school system, you know, since elementary school uh, through the middle school age and then into St. Joe. The rest of them, all of the rest of them, has come from other public schools in the area. But there is one thing that is similar to all these kids. They all play for Western Thunder, which Mr. Lewis is attached to directly. He basically is the administrator of Western Thunder. Do you you feel then that because – if I'm a kid and I want the choice, I want to go play where, you know what, I'm going to play with my friends or I'm going to play through this system. I want that choice. I'm going to go private. You're okay with that kid doing that, but you just stay over here where your like-minded uh, schools are at and you play in your own tournament. And then the public schools who maybe the kids are just going to Tulsa because that's the school down the street, let them have an opportunity to play each other. Is that is that where you're going with that? I, you know, where I think What I think is, you know, I like the I like the attendance zone. I like the attendance zone. I mean, uh, these kids, uh, most of them that he's picked up uh, were from Spring should have went to Spring Valley, which is a Triple A school. Uh, there's one girl on there that, that is in the Huntington uh, High District. She would have went to Huntington High. Uh, you know, I, I like I like the the uh, attendance zone myself. Uh, I don't like the the private school only tournament because it. How many private schools is there? You know, it's just not going to be a, a good atmosphere. But I like the attendance zone uh, uh, myself, and I think that's probably the way they should go with this. Um, you know, it, it's not only improve that school, but if you look at those players that decided to go to uh, St. Joe, look at what it did the programs that they left. That's also a big issue. It, it really hurt the programs that those girls left. And, um, you know, I, I think that this is something that needs – that hopefully it will, it will gain as much support as possible and they can do something with this issue. So ultimately, 
if they want to leave, they want to go to a private school, there's no stopping them, but put them up, bump them up to uh, something that's a little bit more equitable or at least a more competitive balance instead of these. Absolutely. Okay. And I really think this is a basketball issue only. That's why I throw out the maybe the have the private school tournament, just have them play in their own championship. They can still compete against the other schools because, you know, the uh, the point was made. Consolidations definitely hurt uh, a lot of schools around here as far as, okay, I'm a single A. And four or five play are now one triple A. So, I mean, I understand well, that point I'm gonna, completely. I want to tell you something else, Paul. I, I know directly of a local businessman that has paid for tuitions at St. Joe. And I also know of a student that's playing sports at St. Joe that is not paying tuition at St. Joe. And this is not, this is not hearsay. This is, I've gotten this directly from these people. So, you know, if a kid can go there and play, if they're really good, they can go there and play. They they can get free school at a private school. Why not? And don't tell me they don't they don't use that to influence kids to come there either. What do, what do you think? Doesn't have that option. Let me let me ask you this: What do you think the the prep format, the way that a lot of these schools are going now to having prep teams? How do you feel about that? Because they're not competing against the public schools and they still have their opportunities to play basketball. It's Paul, that, that's what Shannon's team is. It's a prep team. It's, it's not a, it's not a pub. It's not, it shouldn't be playing against public schools. And my gosh, they, they've got every one of those kids that he's got down there are exceptional. They're not, they're not just, Hey, pick up what you got and play with it. These are, these kids would have been the starters and, and the stars on the public school teams where they may have attended. You know, it's not, he's not just getting just anybody. These are these are uh, hand-picked uh, travel ball, travel ball, elite travel ball players that he's got on this team, and he's he's using his travel ball team to pick these players up, and then he influences them into his team. I hope he's listening because he knows it's the truth. All right, Scott, good points. Uh, appreciate your input. I'm going to let some other folks get on. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the phone Thank you. call. And we'll take more calls at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Now, uh, while this conversation's going on, I'm getting screamed at from the producer booth. So, uh, Gabriel Sellers, our producer tonight on the program, um, I'm texting you back while we're having this conversation. You're, you're texting me saying, we can't do this. Now, you went to Huntington St. Joe. You're saying, we can't do this. So... If you're going to tax me that, you're going to explain it to me why our previous caller got it wrong since you went to Huntington St. Joe. What's wrong here as you, a former student, who did not play, but you're still a former student? So, yes, the private sector is going to get better players. We just we have a better team. People hear about St. Joe. They want to go play with a legendary team. Mr. Lewis is a really, really, really good coach. That's a lot of really there. players are good. We have a good coach and a good education. Therefore, we attract good players. The Huntington Prep that goes there, they're paying tuition just like everybody else. But he's saying, he's saying, the caller just was with us, that in effect, that basketball team is a prep team it's just a wink and a nod here that uh, these kids are happen to all be coming 
to Huntington St. Joe. Just using them as an example. We have two teams. We have the Huntington Prep team who are players who are playing in their own league and they're right. specifically trying to go, and then right. we have our own team. But he's saying that the other team is a prep team in disguise. Well, You're- clearly you haven't seen our men's basketball play because they were not as good as the girls. Okay. Again, Gabriel just recently graduated from uh, Huntington St. Joe. You have your opinions as well, and that's going to do it for this edition. We're clearly going to go further into this topic down the line, and um, we'll get more opinions on this because they're going to vote on this soon, and then we'll see how far it progresses. So I want to thank our guests tonight for being on the program, Tulsa boys coach Todd Maynard for giving us his thoughts, and then Huntington St. Joe girls coach Shannon Lewis. Appreciate Shannon for joining us. For my producer tonight, Gabriel Sellards, who for the first time ever I've ever seen him just yell at me through the glass. Glad that uh, we could get you engaged in the show tonight uh, on that level. I'm Paul Swan. Enjoy your weekend, everyone. I appreciate you checking in. We'll do it all over again on Monday. Until then, good night. station.